Okay. It is a Sunday evening, and it is the prayer experience coming to you this Sunday night. Thank you for joining us. Please, wherever you are, can you share this video and let people know it is time to pray. It might be a Sunday night. Prayer is still relevant. Also, subscribe to the Daily Talks Media channel on YouTube, especially. Let's see that number grow and increase. The more people subscribing, the better it is for the algorithm to spread the word on prayer experience. Also, connect with us real-time live and share your comments, prayer requests, and praise reports as well. Let's know what the Lord is doing in your life and how the prayer experience is blessing you. Also, can you please take note of that hotline number? Somebody is there to pray with you if you do need it. If you need somebody to just encourage you, pray with you or anything, you can also pass that number across to somebody else who might need it and will be happy to pray with them. Let's go into Thanksgiving right now. And the scripture we've got is in the book of Psalms. Oh, sorry. Romans chapter 5 and verse 9. It says, Since therefore we have now been justified by his blood, much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. And, you know, today we'll be looking a lot into the subject of our salvation. But we want to begin by thanking God for our salvation. See, nothing is more important than the fact that we are saved. This morning, we have such a privilege and a blessing of hosting Pastor Paul Hallam in our church in Preston. And it was such a blessing to hear him share with us about um, Jesus' journey with the two men uh, along the road, Emmaus, and how that he spoke to them, that the prophecies had gone forth, that the Son of Man was going to come, was going to die, was going to resurrect. It was all there in the scriptures. And as he shared the revelation of himself, the Bible says their heart burned within them and their lives were changed. The message of the gospel that we have today needs to reach out to all of the world. But first and foremost, we want to thank God that we have become recipients and we are beneficiaries of the message of the gospel. Think about the day you got saved. Think about the day that you committed yourself to the Lord and how your life has changed ever since then that you know the Savior. Can we just thank God for our salvation? Thank God that Jesus died for us. Thank God that he came to this world because of you and I. And because he died, rose again, we have life. Hallelujah. Father, we want to just thank you. We want to give you praise. We want to honor you, Lord, for our salvation. Nothing is more important than the fact that we are saved, washed by your precious blood. Nothing is more important, not even money, not wealth, not fame, not the goods of this world. Nothing can take the place of our salvation. Nothing, because the Bible says it, what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and then he loses his soul? The fact that we are saved is what, is what much more than the entire universe put together. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. The inspired word today is really along that line. Let's talk about God's love for mankind as expressed 
in the scriptures in Ephesians chapter 2 from verse 3 and verse 4. He said, all of us used to live that way, following the passionate desires and inclinations of our sinful nature. Then he says, by our very nature, we were subject to God's anger, just like everyone else. You know, but God is so rich in mercy and he loved us so much that even though we were dead because of our sins, he gave us life. That is the story of the gospel. And you know, I want to remind us on this platform today as intercessors, why do we come here to pray? Why do we pray for the nations? Why do we pray that people will repent? Why do we pray the way we do? Why do we do it every day, day in, day out? You know, someone was sharing today and said she was in this shopping mall and she just looked across from where she was and saw hundreds and hundreds of people coming in and going out and shopping and doing stuff. And the question was, how many of these people, she said she asked herself, how many of these people know the Lord? How many of these people are Christians? I can see hundreds of people. I can see thousands of people. How many of them know the Lord? And then you begin to reflect within yourself and think, this must be the love of God that found me. You know, like that song that says, Amazing Grace, how sweet the sound that saved a, a wretch like me. I once was lost, but now I'm found. He said, I was, I was, you know, heading for hell. I was heading for destruction. That was my story. He said, but for the love of God, God who is rich in mercy, and with his great love wherewith he loved us, even when we were dead in our sins, you know, Christ died for us. He gave us life. And we need to reflect on that. What we're doing and the sacrifice we make on the prayer experience can never equate to the sacrifice that Jesus made for us. He gave his own life. Sometimes we need to give half an hour. Sometimes we need to give five minutes. Sometimes we need to give up our time, our food and fasting and other things just to pray that a loved one be saved, just to pray that a husband be saved, a wife, a brother, an uncle, a child. We want to stand in the gap to see people come to the Lord. Or as a church within our community, we want to see people come to the Lord. We want to see sinners saved. And sometimes it's a long process. And I'll tell you, some people will wear you out, especially in your family. You preach for them, ten, preach to them 10 years going, and they are still as adamant as ever. But you keep on, you keep on standing in the gap. You keep on praying. You keep on trusting the Lord. Why? Because of the love of God that you and I have enjoyed. That's what's making us to do this that we've seen the love, we've enjoyed the love, we're beneficiaries of that love, and we want other people to enjoy that love as well, that if he can save me, he can save the world. Let's have a moment of reflection. Father, in the name of Jesus, we just want to ask you, Lord, that you will put things in perspective for us when we're pursuing the goods of this world, legitimate things when we pursue career and we pursue um, life and we pursue all kinds of things that are important. But Lord, help us to put things in perspective. 
that the love that you have for us, we were like them. We 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 could we could right now be like any other person who is unsaved. We could be in their shoes. We could be in their position right now. And so many people in our world today are dying every day without the knowledge of Jesus. So many people are going into eternal damnation without the knowledge of Jesus. That you will help us to put life into perspective. That the same love we've enjoyed will overwhelm our heart and keep us going, whether it's in evangelism, whether it's in soul winning, whether it's in praying and standing in the gap. That those things which we do is nothing compared to the great love that you have for us and the sacrifice Jesus made on our behalf. Help us, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. We're going to take that prayer to the rest of the church as we pray for the church, that the church will become ambassadors for Christ in our world, in our little world, in our workplaces, in our homes, in our communities, in our neighborhood, that the church, you and I, every one of us, will become ambassadors. You know, today uh, I sat with Pastor Paul and Pastor Paul was sharing about his friends, that they were friends together before he got saved. And he talked about three of them that have now died. And I said, were they saved? He said, no, they were not saved. And, you know, the urgency of the times is that every single day that passes might be someone's last opportunity. And so in our workplaces, Let's look at this scripture. It says, so we are Christ ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. Can we pray that the church, every one of us, will become ambassadors for Christ? There will be an urgency in our heart, an urgency upon our heart. You know, we will be so constrained. We will be constrained within ourselves to find a way of communicating the gospel, the good news of Jesus to those out there who are dying without the Lord. Father, we want to pray in the mighty name of Jesus that you will help us, help the church, help the body of Christ, help us in this time, oh God, yes, there are legitimate things we need to do, um, but God, we want to be ambassadors, not just in speaking, but in living the life, in practical Christian living, where we live the life that is exemplary, where we live the life that is demonstrative of the, the love that we have received, that people can look at us and our attitude and our character on its own is preaching the gospel. The way we live by itself is preaching the gospel. And that the, through the foolishness of the preaching, many will come to know Jesus. Father, Lord, that our lifestyle will be speaking of the good news of the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us to become ambassadors in our homes. Help us to become ambassadors in our workplaces, among our neighbors, in our community, in everything that we do. Sweet smelling savor of the glory of Christ to the world in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Now we move on 
to pray for the nations. Repentance and salvation, Acts chapter 3 and verse 19. He said, therefore, repent and turn back. I mean, there's no other way. It, it, it's got to be. It's got to be that people who are not saved will repent and turn back so that your sins may be wiped out, that seasons of refreshing may come from the presence of the Lord. Can we pray right now? And I want us to pray and stand in the gap on behalf of those that are not yet saved. You might have a spouse. You might have a husband. You might have a wife. You have children, grandchildren, great-grandchildren, friends, neighbor, people that you know. In the privacy of your home, will you mention their names? You might know somebody right now who really, really needs this prayer. That God will touch their heart and they will repent of their sins. Pray for your community. Pray for people in your nation. Pray across the world, in Philippines, in, in India, in Pakistan, across Africa. We pray in Kenya, Uganda, Cameroon, Nigeria, South Africa. We, we intercede loads and loads of people who don't know the Lord yet. Lord, we want to pray that they will come to know you. We pray that they will repent and turn from their wicked ways. We pray that they will turn to you, that they will not just ignore the gospel. They will not just uh, turn, turn down every appeal that the gospel is making towards them. You know, when people preach the gospel, when they preach the good news, that people will not just turn their back on it, but there will be a positive reception of the word. Like the, the, the scripture says, Jesus came into the world and the world did not recognize him. We pray that as this message goes out, as the gospel is being preached in our local churches, out on the street, online, on the internet, people stumble on printed materials that are, pre that, you know, those that contain the gospel. We pray that as they read, will you touch their hearts, oh God? We rebuke the God of this world who restrains people and stops them from accepting the good news of Jesus. We stand against culture. We stand against custom. We stand against tradition. All of those things, sins, uh, uh, negative attitude, negative mindset, those things that hinder people from accepting the good news of Jesus Christ in our homes, in our families, among our children, among our loved ones, among our friends, oh God, we intercede in the name of Jesus. Have your way, Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen and amen. Praise God for that. We're going to pray. I just want us to pray two more prayer points before we go this um, evening, if you are in the United Kingdom. Number one is I want us to pray over the situation with Ukraine. To be honest, I, I don't have a clue what's going on right now, but I know so much is happening. Political-wise, it's happening. But we just want that war to end. I know that war is ongoing on both sides. Very saddening to see a picture recently of wives of Russian soldiers accosting army officers from the Russian war front and accusing them of sending their husbands to their deaths. That's hundreds and thousands of widows, you know, and it's so saddening. 
But I want us to pray. Look at the scripture in Psalm 22, verse 28. He said, for the kingdom is the Lord's and he's the governor among the nations. God is actually the real person in charge of Russia, in charge of Ukraine. And when we pray and we ask, Lord, will you intervene? He can circumvent all of the natural laws. He can step in. He can change the direction of their hearts, but only if we pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, come and let's pray now. Father, in the name of Jesus, what we just want to stand in the gap on behalf of Russia and Ukraine over this time, over this situation where the war has been ongoing since February this year. And so many lives have been lost. Now we've got lots and lots of widows on both sides, both on the Ukrainian side and on the Russian side. People who have lost loved ones, who have lost children, who have lost family members. And these are ordinary people who don't decide. They, they, they're, not, they're not responsible for deciding whether the war should go on or not. The politicians do, the rulers do, the people at the very top do. But Lord, we ask you, because you're the governor among the nations, you're the unseen power behind every government upon planet Earth. And we're beseeching you, oh God. We're pleading. We're making supplications, oh God, on behalf of the people that are affected in those regions, that you will step in, oh God, that you will turn their hearts. The Bible says the heart of the man is, is in the hands of the Lord and as the rivers of of waters he turns it whithersoever he wills that you can turn their heart the dogs of war you can turn them back the lovers of war you can turn their hearts back towards peace in the name of jesus we pray for the united nations security council we pray for the european union we pray for all the leadership across the world there'll be a common resolve oh god to want to see an end to this bloodshed and this warfare. Help us, Lord, even as we pray over this region in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Praise God. I want us to pray for healing finally before we go. A couple of people that I personally know who are at this minute unwell. Uh, want to pray for them. Want to believe God for healing and health in the mighty name of Jesus. And if you know anybody, you can also stand in the gap or for yourself as well and believe God for healing even at this time. Bible says in Malachi chapter 4 verse 2, it said, but for you who fear my name, the son of righteousness will rise with healing in his wings. You will go free, leaping with joy like calves let out to pasture. I like that. The son of righteousness will arise with healing in its wings. I want to pray for our loved ones that the Son of Righteousness will arise with healing in its wings in the name of Jesus. We've got people within the prayer experience community, we've got people within our team, our immediate team, who need God's hand of health and healing in their lives. We want to rebuke every spirit of infirmity. We stand against the spirit of sickness and disease, and we pray for healing and health to flow in the mighty name of Jesus. This is a promise in your word. And when we stand upon the integrity of your word, when we take you at your word and we, 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 we approach you with humility of heart and trust you, Lord, that you will do amazing. We pray, will you intervene in the mighty name of Jesus? 
We rebuke that spirit of infirmity. We rebuke that spirit of sickness. We command it all broken over the lives of our loved ones right now. We pray for members of our prayer experience team who might be unwell, that Lord, you will bring about healing and health into their bodies. Even within the uh, prayer experience community across the nations, oh God, right now, as people are standing in the gap one for another, as we are standing in faith on behalf of one another, let healing grace be released in the name of Jesus and bring about restoration of healing and health in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Let's give God thanks. Father, thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, because you always hear us when we pray. And this is the confidence that we have in you, that if we ask anything in line with your will, we know that you hear us. And if we know that you hear us, then we know that we have our petitions, which we have asked of you. Thank you, Lord. We believe that we receive in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for praying along with me and us, you know, the unseen team, you know, around, around the place online. Thank you for praying with us. We really do appreciate you. Please subscribe to the audio podcast. Uh, thank you for those of you who have already done that. If you haven't done that, look for it. Android, iOS, search for Dilitox Media. And there we are. The prayer experience is going to be back tomorrow at 1 p.m. And I hope you'll be available to join us in prayer. Until then, God bless you. Bye-bye.
Jesus Christ.